Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. <laughs> Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day four of our Attitude of Expectancy devotional the Bible app. There's links to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is James chapter 1, verses 5 through 8, and they say this, If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything that they do. The devotional says this, When we walk with an attitude of expectancy— there can be a temptation to disregard the Lord's timing in favor of our own timeline. We want the reward now. While it's important to have faith that the Lord will ultimately make all things work together for the good of those who love him, sometimes we forget that there is a journey needed to achieve that final result. Think of Joseph. Surely, he eventually ends up living a prosperous life. But what led him to that outcome? Joseph's own brothers faked his death and sold him away to strangers. He is later framed by his new master's wife, thrown into prison, and only after remaining faithful to the Lord through all of this misfortune is Joseph elevated to be Pharaoh's second in command over all of Egypt. There's no shortcut to success in life. And this is true for our walk with Christ as well. Having an attitude of expectancy means we should have faith in God's plan just like Joseph. We should trust that he knows best and can accomplish far more than all we can ask or imagine, while also having the wisdom to expect adversity during the journey. Why should we expect adversity? That's simple. God regularly reiterates that trials are a part of the journey. Testing our faith benefits us by producing endurance, which is required for spiritual maturity. The Lord never says he will prevent us from experiencing any hardship, only that we can depend on him to get us through it. But what exactly should we do in the face of a challenging situation? We must pray with expectancy, having faith in the process. Then what? It might sound easy to say, trust in the Lord, but what happens when the Lord takes action? Have you ever wondered how you're supposed to know what choices to make when the Lord opens the doors to opportunities? Yeah, I think the thing that I'm feeling with this one is to make sure that we're not worshiping our prayers. Mm -hmm. Because I know with myself personally, and you guys are on this journey with me, I share about it, how I struggle to pray sometimes about things that are really important to me because I'm afraid of being let down. But I do pray like all day, every day, but there's some things that I just kind of like am nervous to put in God's hands because I'm afraid of what he'll do with them because I worship my own will. Okay. So this is, I'm just, this is something that we, we, we all can struggle with. But I know that there's things in my life that I'm not holding on to so tightly that I pray so much more freely about, Mm -hmm. not flippantly, like I don't care, but 
I'm so much more open to God's will versus my own will on that topic. And so I would, I guess, pose that question to you all. On the things that you're the most expectant for God to come through on, are those things that are slowly becoming, are, are they slowly becoming an idol that way you're worshiping the answered prayer yeah. in a way that it's going to like, it, it impacts your identity if God doesn't answer it the way you want him to. Or your faith. Or, or your faith. It, 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 it hurts your faith rather than builds your faith. Yeah. And so that's just something that I'm, I think I'm realizing with this devotional is to make sure that we kind of have that, that heart to heart with God to say, oh, wow, like, God, I, I didn't realize that I was putting such so much pressure on you to answer this thing. I was almost making that thing my God. Yeah. Because if, if that came through, then I would be happy. But right now I'm unhappy because I don't have that thing. Yeah. But in actuality, I have you, which is everything. Mm. And so I think just kind of wrestling with that could be really helpful for us. Yeah, that's so good. I loved the first line where it says, when we walk with an attitude of expectancy, there can be a temptation to disregard the Lord's timing in favor of our own timeline because we want what we want now because we live in a society that's like Amazon Prime. Like I literally, you guys, it's gotten so bad to the point of like, if there is not next day shipping, yeah. I am like annoyed by that. Yeah. Like it's two day shipping. Like that used to be the coolest thing that ever existed. Like mm -hmm. I will get this in two days. And now I needed some medicine for Micah and I paid the extra two ninety nine to have it yeah. overnighted that yeah. it would be here at 5 a.m. And it's like, we're used to being able to get what we need right when we need it. Yeah. And then we put that expectation on God when God is more concerned with our heart posture mm -hmm. than our situation. It's not that he's not concerned with our situation, but he's the one that realizes and can see what's happening internally. Like what Chad was just saying, he can see, hey, I can tell that you are more concerned with me answering the situation in the way that you want than actually praising me. And he can see that shift of like, what is actually on the throne of your heart right now? And so maybe he won't answer in a certain timeline because he needs you to realize this shift. He needs you to realize that you've put too much pressure, too much glory, too much weight on this thing and he needs you to remove that from the throne of your heart and remember who sits on the throne of your heart. And then maybe the situation has worked out, but maybe something internally needs to be worked out before the situation is going to be worked out. And so I think being aware of the fact that God knows the posture of your heart. And so maybe if something isn't working out, you can ask the Lord like, okay, God, I don't see this thing working out in the physical right now. So what are you trying to work out in me and the spiritual realm right now? And how can I be awakened to that and lean into you in mm -hmm. that so that we can walk through this process together and you can change my outlook on what's going on physically? Yeah, it makes me think of the Israelites where they were in the wilderness for 40 years to go a distance that would only take them 11 days. Yeah. So think about how long 11 days is, less than two weeks, and think about 40 years. It feels like forever, you know? And so I think it's important to make sure that as that we're open to how God wants to um, change our hearts and move inside of our life versus just move the external things. Because again, like Tori said, he cares much more about our internal than our external. Yeah. 
And so that way we can make sure the trip doesn't take 40 years. It can only take 11 days. <laughs> Very true. Want to praise the note? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for caring about the thing that actually matters, which is our internal heart posture towards you, Father. We thank you that you're always working and that the sanctification process looks different for us individually. So, Father, I pray that if things are confusing in the physical, that you would help us have eyes to see what you are doing in the spiritual, Father, that we, we would be in tune to that, we would be receptive to that, that we would take joy in correction and conviction because it means we are your children and you love us. So, Father, we thank you for what you are doing both in the spiritual and the physical in our lives for our good and ultimately, God, for your glory. Would we look at the situation for how we can bring you the most glory, Father? Give us that perspective today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When else that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. And we're talking to you tomorrow. Choose.